Welcome to Book Recos Between the Pages. I'm Jess. And I'm Lauren. And we're the pals behind Book Recos. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. And this week, you might hear a bit of background noise because we are recording in a bookshop. Yes! We're here at the fabulous book bar in Finsbury Park in London, where you can buy a book and enjoy a cup of coffee or a glass of wine sitting inside or outside. It's absolute heaven. And we've managed to steal a bit of Chrissy's time so we can hear about what it's like to be a bookseller. Hello and welcome back. It's the first episode of July. Crazy. Madness. So Jess, I am dying to know what was the best book that you read in June? Without a doubt, like mm. there's absolutely this is not a hard question. The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue by VA Schwab. I think I, that's how you said it. You know when you've never said a word out loud before? Yeah, all the time. Um I have serious FOMO because Yeah. You know it's one of those books that everybody raves about, so I was so I'm really scared to read it. Mm-hmm. Um but you just took the plunge and went for it and yeah. now I'm really jealous. So. Yeah, well I also was scared to read it because it's classified as historical fiction and fantasy and they really aren't either of my go-tos like the stuff I've read in those genres I have enjoyed but they're Mm. still not what I would immediately buy yeah but oh my god I'm just obsessed with it in love with it and I really struggled to pick up another book after it because I was like nothing will ever be as good again oh my god okay so tell me more okay so in 1714 Addie LaRue makes a deal to avoid marriage she's 23 at the time and it's a time when obviously getting married young was the norm and she just wants to live freely but in doing so she makes a deal with like a a devil if you will and she's cursed by instantly being forgotten by everyone she meets and she also can't die oh so she's just living through life with everyone immediately forgetting her so the book switches between past and then 300 years later so it's in the present in new york um and like they, it took into account loads of things that i wouldn't have even thought about so because she's instantly forgotten she obviously can't get a job because oh she'd God. be employed and then immediately forgotten every day and it also means that she can't like rent anywhere because her landlord would be like who are you every time he meets her so she kind of just has to get by on life stealing or squatting I'm about to say does she steal like does she rob a bank because now no. I remember her no okay. she doesn't take it that far but she okay. absolutely missed a trick yeah that's absolutely what yeah. I would do no <laughs> but she like she's she'll she finds places where she can like safely squat or like spend the night with people or oh whatever God, that is so stressful yeah 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 but she's been doing it for 300 years at this point she's a pro at it yeah and like she you know there was a time when she thought oh my god this is really bad but actually she doesn't see it as a bad thing anymore she's like it's just what i have to do to get by um so like it took into so much that i wouldn't have thought of but then the main premise of the book is that one day a bookseller in new york remembers her oh i'm liking where this is going i was like oh my gosh when it got to that bit and that's not a spoiler because that's like on the blurb oh right it's the point of the book and it's just like i was ready for a really beautifully written slow paced character driven novel i'm not gonna lie that's what i was yeah i thought it was gonna take me a while to read and i read all 541 pages in one afternoon i absolutely it was such a page turner i could not put it down and 
Oh, I'm just so obsessed with it. I'm really struggling to talk about it. I actually had to wait to write my review on our Instagram because I was like, how, how can I put into words how strongly I feel about this book? But the story just... Well, you know we love between a past and present flipping plot and this one was really well done and it shows that like times in history where she like purposely tried to leave a mark because she can't even write her name it automatically rubs out what so she she found she Such finds a great name as yeah, well. I know. she finds a way of doing it where she can kind of leave her mark on history without like with it almost bending the rules kind of thing it's just so great and then um, you find out why it is that this bookseller is able to remember her name and there's a hot I'm not I won't ruin that because that was like what like so many really? plot twists yeah like there's so many plot twists and gripping bits in this book that I just wasn't ready for um, wow. so um, it is, it's, it's a bit beasty to look at 514 pages but like yeah. literally that was one afternoon because we couldn't put it down so I think you know it wasn't my genre I wasn't really ready for it and it blew me away so I think this is an absolute must read so would you be putting any other of the Schwab's books on your TBR Tench because she's got loads hasn't she Tench oh I don't, even, I don't even know any of these things I was like everyone's talking about Invisible Life of Addie LaRue let's let's see what all the hype's about and oh my god it's so worthy of all the hype so it just goes to show that some books do live up to the hype yes <laughs> thank you Lauren okay I've waffled on what is your best book of okay. July June sorry it's now June. July um, da, 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 da. I think it would have to be Careless by Kirsty Capes. Oh, which I, I forgot we read that. Yeah, month. it's been Shit. a long month. Um, which I don't think we've spoken about on here yet, but no. we have posted our review of it on the gram, so check that out for the full review. But it's about a 15-year-old called Bess, and her childhood comes to a very abrupt ending when the pregnancy test that she takes in the toilet of a kebab shop shows positive and I think Bess's home life with her foster family is rocky at the best of times Mm -hmm. and she hasn't spoken um, to the father of the baby in weeks so she's feeling she sort of comes to this point at the very beginning of the book where she doesn't know who she can turn to Um, so the only person she can trust her secret with is her best friend Eshel, but Bess now has a very tough decision to make on whether she keeps the baby or not. Yeah. It sounds like a fairly basic plot in terms mm. of girl gets pregnant, does she keep it? But it's so yeah, much I know. more than that. Because it, it explores the care system in the UK. Yeah. And do you know so what? I didn't clock that the book is called Careless and it's about the child in, who's like been in the care system Mate, forever. I just you didn't. Need to speed up. I just, it wasn't until I was talking to someone the other day and was like, oh shit. <laughs> it's called Careless. I get it now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she, it's, it's about Bess's experience in the care system. She grows up with foster parents who, I don't think it's a spoiler if we say don't want to adopt her, but have um, had her in their care for the best part of her life. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, since she was a really young, young age. So she just feels like nobody around her really cares for her and that the care system is corrupt almost because yeah. it's the care system isn't designed to care for children. They're sort of seen as property of 
the the council almost yeah um and what this book touches on really well so I, I work in the charity sector and I was speaking to someone who works for action for children the other day and she was talking about how so um sorry for action for children their roots are like in the care system mm. and she was talking about the awful stage when you turn 18 you're no yeah. longer you like the parents that are looking after you don't get funding anymore and so but obviously no one is an adult at 18 yeah <laughs> like hello i feel like i'm only just about an adult now yeah 10 years later and there's this just like gap and this that's what this book touches on she's like mm-hmm. getting to that age and like where where do these children they're still children just because they're 18 but then they don't get any funding and it's really heartbreaking it is really heartbreaking and Bess is a character who is a product of the system in she's um not well I'd say yeah she is scarred by the system and Mm. growing up with the knowledge that um the you know your parents are meant to be the people who love you unconditionally and she didn't even get that love so she almost feels like this loveless being um but her relationship with her best friend Ishal is so beautiful and yeah um it yeah it just made it really gave another dynamic to the plot and Ishal has her own problems that I won't go into because it is a bit of a spoiler but yeah it was just it was a it was oh such a moving book yeah moving but really readable yeah yeah I breezed through it yeah um so those are the top books of the month what about non-book greco so I've been meaning to ask you this have you discovered anything else this month which serves a reco on here oh I love question um i was weighing on about something the other day look look back to me i was unprepared for this i assume you've come with one so please give it to me (laughs) well i was gonna say i watched feel good on netflix this month and when i say this month i mean i binged the two whole series in like one weekend and it's co-created and stars the comedian may martin and it's like a semi-autobiographical comedy series about her life really and the pressures of navigating the modern day fluid landscape of gender and sexuality and may is a recovering addict and she's also a comedian who attempts to like control her addictive behaviors and um intense relationships that sort of permeate every facet of her life through comedy so things become quite complicated for her and she gets like into this very all-consuming relationship with her new girlfriend George who's played by Charlotte Ritchie um, and has never dated a girl before and I just bloody loved it like the humour is really dry in both May's comedy sets on stage but also in her relationship with George and Lisa Kudrow plays May's mum and she's just bloody hilarious as always Um, and it's set in the UK so I do love a drama that's set in the UK Charlotte Ritchie was um, on the most recent season of Taskmaster I bloody love Taskmaster have you ever watched it? no shitting god it's so good (laughs) it's like five celebs and across a series they carry out like the stupidest challenges ever and like they get points for them oh god that's so good um, that's not going to be my record. <laughs> Although maybe it should be. Um, I remembered what I was wanging on about. Up Circle Beauty. 
Oh my god. So each product sources and like rescues buy products from other industries so like oh the food and drink industry so fruit stones and like coffee grounds so it takes it one step further it's not just sustainable it's like full circle mm. they're using waste essentially upcircling yeah upcycling uh, so it's vegan cruelty free palm oil free made in the uk recycled packaging like oh, all, all those boxes have been ticked and it's really good I've been using the cleanser as my makeup remover because mm. micellar water was just grim and does awful things does. to my skin it really does I feel like everyone's pushed to use it because it, obviously it's better it's than quick, makeup it's wipes it's just like loads of chemicals it's awful it's really bad for me. yeah so this is great and then I've been using the um, eye cream which is like really spreadable and it's really helped nice. my sore eyes that I have. Has had. it as about to ask yeah. it helps your eyes. I love it. And like it smells of coffee because it's one of the coffee ground products. Um, we actually have a discount code. Hang on. Uh, it is RECOS for 15% off. So that's R-E-C-C-O-S. So off you pop, guys. Like it's really good. I fucking love it. I don't stop talking about it. Love it. Okay. I might have to check out some of their products because yeah. I've run out of my moisturiser. So I might look into that. Definitely. Oh, I actually have one more that I think it would be crazy if we didn't talk about because we talk about Pandora Sykes um, every episode um, I listened to the first episode of Pieces of Britney oh my god I'm so excited to yeah. listen to this so it's her 8 part documentary for BBC Radio 4 um, and it's a box set on BBC Sounds and like all podcast platforms yeah um, I'm not even going to tell you about it just go and listen to it <laughs> Oh it's my god! So good. I've, I've got it saved on my listen to list on BBC oh, Sounds. Okay, immediately text me when you've watched it. I'm okay. listening to it. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. I can't okay. wait. On that note, then another podcast reco. Last night I went to see George the Poet live at the Barbican, and if anyone hasn't listened to his podcast before, it's called Have You Heard George's Podcast, and it is just bloody incredible he's a spoken word artist and he sort of um talks through spoken word his experience of growing up as a black man in the uk and sort of being um growing up in north west london and amid like sort of gang culture and um Violence, but then he went to QE Boys in Barnet, and what that sort of did to his education. And he then went on to study at Oxford, and he sort of was like pushing for this career in politics because he's really invested in the political landscape of the UK and like the faults and the ways that it does let down vulnerable people particularly black people but actually he just found like politics was just way too um political and like (laughs) you can't actually get anything done and he was making more progress through his spoken word and it's just so powerful there's one episode he does on grenfell and oh my god if you don't sob your heart out listening to that whole episode Oh my god! I feel really sad and goosebumpy and horrific anytime I read or hear yeah. anything about Grandpa. Yeah. Like it could just be something in the news. Yeah, and if you just, it's all done through like these fictional characters that he's created on the podcast. So wow. it's like it plays out a scene of a man who's been dating a girl, and he's like driving his taxi or like he's in a taxi one evening, and then he hears on the radio about the fires and um he's like trying to get hold of the girl he's dating to be like 
yeah, what's what like what tower block do you live in again? Like I'm just hearing this mad news and oh my god. Yeah. Oh my okay, god, so you're gonna listen to pieces of Britney and I'm gonna listen to George this and then we're gonna the report back to each other. Yeah, do it. And yeah, so I went and watched, listened to that live. He was like teasing a, um, parts of the third series last night at the Barbican. Oh, so good. So go and listen. Records galore. So Chrissy, thanks so much for having us here. here. My pleasure. It's so exciting <laughs> to have you guys here. Yeah, really exciting. Um, so you told us when we got here this morning that you've been open for three months now. Yeah, just less than three months. Yeah, twelfth of April, and it's now July. The of July. Crazy. Yeah. So were you? just virtual before then so had you like got the space but you just couldn't open it yeah well so when so i mean there's a very long story that could be very boring for everyone so i'll try and kind of keep it (laughs) pithy but uh, i'd always wanted to do book bar and when i was working in publishing i had been you know there's like this notebook i have that i still have um today and i have it here um and it is just I write down all the like books I've read um, as I read them so that I don't forget. Yeah. Um, and it means that I can reflect back on what I've read and sort of go, oh yeah, that's a really good book. If someone, if a customer comes in, or you know, it just helps. Mm. But I have this notebook, and there was um, I'd be working in publishing and like dotting around London, and whenever I'd have like an idea on the tube for something book bar related. I had a page that was just like book bar and it would just be like oh. my thoughts and I never really wanted to call it book bar it felt like too much like it does what it says on the <laughs> um, and I but when I actually came to do it I'd been working abroad and came back from the pandemic and felt you know thought okay this is the time I'm going to mm. try it um, and so decided to go ahead and um, the plan was always I guess well the plan became that I would do it kind of online through okay. our website and yeah. Instagram to begin with because that was a really good way for me to test the idea and see what people liked, yeah. see what worked um, and just begin to grow it um, and from there I kind of, I always knew it was going to be a physical shop, a yeah. bookshop and wine bar and the whole social thing that I was kind of talking about book bar being was never going to be able to come into fruition until that existed. Mm-hmm. Um, in its in its full capacity but i was really keen to kind of just start online because i didn't know any bookshop that had done that yeah um and i knew that it was so important and particularly because i wanted to reach a younger audience than lots of bookshops do i knew that there was this kind of gap in the market which is sort of what spurred book bar on yeah there was this kind of gap for a bookshop that was kind of all just appealing to younger people and making it a space where they wanted to come and hang out even if they weren't regular readers yeah um so i sort of created it for both avid readers and aspiring readers um and this kind of really and social thing about it was was to kind of pull those people in as much as because i'm really love socializing and feel like there's the best thing about reading is not just curling up with a book but it is about talking about it's about talking about books exactly and i'm amazed that you're only you've only been open three months because we came here a few weeks ago it was a saturday and it was just absolutely buzzing in here like you had people outside drinking you had people sipping coffees browsing the shelves like you really created like a bit of a buzzy community here which and they're always reading like you do have people that will come and buy a drink from here and then they read 
on your tables and it's like obviously that's what you wanted to happen completely but it, it's so cool that it actually does like this is where people come to read yeah. as yeah. well as to chat and it's so cool it's really cool and it's honestly if ever i've like popped out to get lunch or something and i walk back down the road and there are just people sitting out with a glass of wine or yes, a coffee yes. and a book or even like with their mates and like quite often this happens as well they'll be sitting there and there'll be a crowd of three or four of them just reading yeah. with <laughs> a glass of wine and like they and, are my people and i'm just like yes this is what <laughs> yeah. i created so far to be exactly. and honestly i've had to pinch myself a bit you know this is working you know yeah. like, this is yeah um this is really working because people have got what it's about which is yeah. just making books mm. fun and social and bringing people together through yeah, books totally. yeah. and it's the ultimate icebreaker as well like coming into a coffee shop and you've got books here ultimate icebreaker is like so what are you reading what yeah. do you want to read can i give you any recos so you do quite a lot of like sort of recoing on like certain themes and genres yeah and that's the other thing is that bookshops like booksellers are so much better than the algorithm which has its place yeah. an algorithm is yeah. brilliant like yeah. i don't knock the algorithm well done yeah like it's such a good <laughs> like it's a great thing um, <laughs> and, and it's taken over the world so can't really knock it um but i also think that the thing that the algorithm lacks is this the emotional yeah, element totally. of book recommending um and that's what booksellers are best at and Aren't a really just? good bookseller is yeah. like I think essentially their main skill is being emotionally intelligent <laughs> yeah. and being able to like work out what makes someone tick and yeah. go ah well this is the book for you um, and finding connections in a way that someone else wouldn't so that is for me what being a bookseller is and I think that sometimes people don't realize that yeah. um, and so that's why I kind of created book bar as well to sort of really be like this is what book selling is and this yeah. is why we're here and so the main way that we started to do that when we were just online was through our shelf medicate service which is essentially there are kind of three different angles to it the mm. first is our um, shelf medicate prescriptions which are basically books based this. on a theme or a mood and so there's like the gin and tonic for the soul which are like uplifting love that oh, yeah, books. Love so, like, so is it a different book every time yeah so the way well so you the first way you do it is that you can buy a bundle of books so that okay. yeah so if you choose the gin and tonic for the soul you can when you go on the website just choose it and we'll find we'll find three or six uplifting books depending on whether you've got a smaller or a large um and then thank you <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah there are, you can choose three or six books depending on whether you picked a small or a large and okay. then we choose them for you and you can give a bit more information you can be like i really loved writers and lovers by lily king or i really love yeah. this book and normally i read this kind of thing so you can give us a bit more information mm -hmm. yeah. or you can just leave it completely up to us but no prescription is ever the same so there are never <sighs> You, you know no one's ever going to receive exactly the same prescription it's all chosen by hand by us okay. whenever you send it in we'll so. put the link to the website in the show notes obviously but yeah. like what are some of the other prescriptions then because yeah this is where, like excites me like oh gin and tonic for the soul yeah it's that's been a really good one that's probably yeah. our bestseller is as you it? can imagine yeah okay. there's the armchair traveler which are like oh, the most transporting yeah. books um, there is um, the sophisticated reader, which is like the books that you want to have read to impress someone at a dinner party. Yeah. Got, like, yeah. oh, you know, they'll probably be like prize winners or like things yeah. that are like in the current zeitgeist that people are talking about. Yes. That you're like, oh, have you read this? Um, <laughs> there's the big thinker, which is the kind of best current nonfiction. Um, there's what else 
sir. There's the literary fibber, which are like the books you've pretended you've read. Um, so like class- mostly classic or like modern classics. Yeah. yeah. The sort of one, yeah, exactly. The ones that you're like, yes, of course I've read Anna Karenina, you know. <laughs> As if. Um, that did quite well over lockdown when people were trying yeah, to. Did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, what else? Oh, there's the commute buster, which is now coming into its own because people yeah. are getting back to their commutes yeah. a bit more. Yeah. Um, and that's the kind of all like quite page-turning, gripping reads, essentially selected on the basis that you want to be so engrossed that, that you miss your, your shop. shop. Exactly. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so is it a blanket fee and you just choose your category? Exactly, you choose your yeah. category, choose your size, and then you can give us a little bit more information. We also have a shelf medicate um, subscription service, oh, cool. which is like you have a consultation with me, you sit down, have a glass of wine with me, and then I just get to know you, and it's and we talk about your reading habits and your lifestyle habits. Oh my god, Chrissy, um, that's such a great on. idea. Yeah, well, I think it's a like really nice way to. Some people do it to expand their reading and change the way you know, yeah. try new things that they might not necessarily try. Mm. Other people just want to kind of continue on their current reading journey and it's just finding yeah. things that they wouldn't have found yeah you know and, and do you know what so many people have experienced loneliness mm. over lockdown so sometimes having a service where you can just say come and have a glass of wine we'll chat about books and then i'll recommend some to you at the end yeah that i imagine for some people would be like just sign me up because i just want to talk to people and i want to get out and like talking with people in real life again which is like probably really important like you say like having the emotional intelligence as a bookseller is not something I'd ever like considered before but you're so right yeah you almost have to like be able to look at someone and not analyze them but like be really emotionally aware of the subtle signs of what they need exactly like I think um the question I ask the most is probably not like what, you know, n- not sort of, oh, you know, do you like thrillers or do you yeah. like historical fiction or whatever it might be, yeah. which is essentially what the algorithm's doing, right? Yeah. What what I ask the most is, how did it make you feel? Yeah. You know, which is, yeah. I can never remember anything about the plot points of a book. Like, that <laughs> yeah. is full disclosure. I'm the same. You know? I'm the same. <laughs> when you like, read, we literally said this the other week. <laughs> yeah. When you read so much, you can just instantly forget the main character's name yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't it's tell bad. you the plot details of my favourite books, honestly. <laughs> I can remember how they made me feel. Yeah, and I can remember. I can talk about it in such a more kind of emotional, yeah. rounded way yeah. for that reason. And I just, and that's, as a bookseller, that's like, I think what I enjoy most about bookselling. Yeah. As long, and it also it's great because it means I can never do any spoilers. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, can't remember. Um, but yeah, no, exactly that. So I feel like it's a, re- it's a really nice thing. And people, also we get to know people, so they, um, they'll come for their consultation and then it's completely up to them. If mm. they, they can, t- like, I get WhatsApp messages being like, Chrissy, love this. Can I try something like this next month? Or, nice. you know, or an email every month or a phone call. And some people really engage in that. Yeah. And other people, they have their consultation and then I hear from them at the end being like, thanks so much, loved it. I'm like, cool. I'm, or like, you know, I'll assume Win. they're enjoying yeah. what's happening yeah. um, <laughs> over, the course of, over the course of that six months yeah. or year. Um, and the way I best describe it is sort of like having a literary matchmaker on speed dial. Yeah. Oh my god, that <laughs> is it in a nutshell, isn't it? <laughs> to any book lover, that is like the dream. Yeah, it's a yeah. nice, a really nice gift for someone. Yeah, um, so and, true. Yeah, or, or a nice self-care purchase. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Well, 
is obviously very social and now you've just announced some in-person events which I think you can also join virtually did I see that right yeah. on Instagram? exactly so um, for anyone missed it I did a little dance which was <laughs> <laughs> you can't see me probably a good thing um, I'm so excited because that was also what I created Book Bar to be and we created our book club over lockdown which has been an astronomical success I'm, I've been I'm so proud of it I think it's a really cool thing and it's really worked um, and the reason why I did that was that was virtual because obviously mm. we couldn't do in person but because Book Bar was all about bringing people together obviously events were going to be yeah. like yeah. at the heart of what we did um, and so because of that I was like we can't do it now but it made me kind of pivot and think about okay how can we communicate yeah. the social side of book bar yeah. when there's no social side <laughs> allowed to happen yeah. um, when like it's social distancing and we have to be closed and so I came up with doing a virtual book club and we've got 200 monthly subscribers Amazing. Um, and we've had events with Britt Bennett and we've got one with Curtis Sittenfeld this month and Claire Chambers and Ingrid Passord and we've got some really exciting oh names God. hopefully in the name dropping all over yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so pleased and so proud and it's yeah, really, yeah, you really see um, the excitement yeah and I love it and it's everyone gets the book four weeks in advance okay. and then they read the books they've got time to read the book yeah. and then they attend a virtual event in which the, in advance they've sent questions over that they'd like me to ask the author Lovely. and also throughout the event they're there kind of going yeah like you know people are writing comments yeah, in the yeah. Yeah, there's like a whole discussion going on that as I'm interviewing the author I'm monitoring and going oh <laughs> Lauren said this and who said that and you know it's, Love that. it's really nice to and it you know and and asking questions as they're kind of coming in yeah and it feels really social in a way I just sort of hoped would happen but yeah. obviously never expected to really happen and it's created this amazing community oh you've got um, a delivery yeah Look, oh, exciting. I know what this is. Sorry, no, go for it. Sorry, that's no, that's fine. Um, um, so you told us about the virtual element. Mm. So what's the in-person element looking like? Yes. So obviously, the plan was always to have in-person events, and um, now that we finally, well, hopefully, all being well in the next few weeks, we'll be able to. Um, we've got a really exciting kind of summer what I'm calling the book bar summer series um, that is happening in person in the shop we've got three events lined up the first is with Natasha Lunn who's oh. the author of Conversations which with is Love. amazing I got an early copy Isn't it? it's just so gorgeous <laughs> oh my goodness it just there's, it's one of those books that I've honestly underlined yeah. and like yeah. down pages Jess was reading some of the quotes for me and I was like she needs to do some prints of these quotes because they'd be beautiful on a wall yeah. or yeah and honestly and they're just so wise yeah. and it's just beautiful on different sorts of love and the kind of the challenges of trying to find love in the wrong yeah. places yeah. and familial love and friendship and but it's never twee and it's no. always just brilliantly wise and she interviews all these different people uh, uh, you know from Dolly Alston to Candice Carty Williams to Stephen Gross to um, like gosh, literally everyone yeah <laughs> everyone <laughs> Carell, like so we're wow. Alan de Botton, like and she's coming here and she's coming here um, so she's been an amazing supporter of Book Bar actually from the beginning Aww. so I'm so pleased and, and um, so yeah so then um, when I asked her to 
to whether she'd be up for coming and doing events. She was really up for it, and so that's going to be in person. That's our first in person one on the 20th of July. And the tickets still available? We are nearly sold out of all the tickets. Go, go, go! That's amazing. Yeah, so like within, honestly, within like hours. So I've had to like keep, I've packed a few back to release. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. So there you are, heard it here first, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So keep your eyes peeled <laughs> on our social media channels. Um, and so, what's the date of that? When that's that the twentieth of July at seven pm. And the thing is, is that although we're nearly sold out of tickets um, in person, we are live streaming everything. So Amazing. why don't you create your own little book bar, social event, invite yeah. some people over, have some wine, and live stream? Why not? I think wine is a must in that. Completely, yeah. completely. Um, and then the next event we've got is Megan Nolan, author of Acts of Desperation, which is a book that I read in lockdown 10 or whatever it was, um, and absolutely loved. It's one of my books of the year. So oh, really? Oh. So I've not read that. No. 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 Oh tell, tell me more. So Acts of Desperation is a really brilliant novel that is about a woman in Dublin who's in her early 20s, and she meets this really wonderful attractive man and she kind of falls head over heels and it's perfect but of course it's not um and it's about their toxic relationship and really it's about the way that we see ourselves through the eyes of the people around us so we kind of form our own impressions of ourselves through uh, through what we think other people think of us um and it's about pain and the way that we hurt one another and the way we hurt ourselves as a kind of self-defense mechanism um and what is so powerful about it is that it's so astutely funny at times like it's so relatable but it's also kind of takes it just gets darker and darker really? as the novel goes on and it's so compelling it's told in like really short chapters yeah. um makes it so hard to put down so unputdownable yeah one of the most unputdownable reads really yeah okay so i've got it in front of me i'm gonna be going home with this today <laughs> um, and you said it was in your top records of the year oh for sure really? yeah definitely nice. yeah for sure and there's a really, really brilliant, if you need any more persuading to read it, there's a really, really brilliant Sunday Times review by a woman called Claire Loudon, who's a great journalist, um, and she basically just okay. is like, you must read it, and that's what got me and reading so, it. Yeah, it's so, so good, okay. it's so good. Because the last time I came in here, you recommended Sorrow and Bliss to me, and oh my God, such, such a good book. But again, it's not a book I would have picked up based on an algorithm mm. it's a book that i actually needed to have a conversation with somebody who else who really enjoyed it to then share it with so yeah yeah so everyone oh, please so come good. and visit book bar but like come prepared to spend your money because <laughs> as, as you will have heard like chrissy is so convincing <laughs> and knows all the great books i just love books <laughs> i love talking about them so i thought i'd create a bookshop yeah, where i could oh, do it's, just that it's so so great like, leaving with books like we've heard of a lot of books running our instagram mm. so to then leave a bookshop with a book that you haven't really that you don't yeah. know that much about is so cool oh good well i mean i'm always keeping my ears to the ground for <laughs> for like new recommendations as you guys are yeah um and it's like one of the fun things is being able to just like feel like you're discovering something yeah. and can share it yeah exactly. um and it's wonderful that the three of us are all like in a position to be able to do that yeah, um you know i'm always listening to like people like you guys and you know like oh i should try that and yeah. you know that's it it's just trying things yeah. and um so yeah. what's a book that you're hotly anticipating 
Sorry to put you on the spot. <laughs> um, okay. Gosh, yeah, that is really, I mean, I, I should have loads of ideas. <laughs> so, obviously, Conversations with on Love, which is com- actually coming out next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I feel like I've been talking about a lot. Um, the new Kathy Rensenbrink, also coming out next week, is really, really good. So, she, it's her, so I don't know if you've come across Kathy Rensenbrink. She's uh, written two or three books, um, all memoir. One's called The Last Act of Love. Um, yeah she's written a whole host of them and they are she's just a beautiful writer um and this is her first novel and it's from the new imprint phoenix books which is part of hachette which um one of my other favorite books from the year fault lines by emily atami hang on that's what you convinced lauren to buy as well last (laughs) time yeah that's on my tv app it's so good it's just you'll feel like you're in japan honestly tokyo you'll be there Love it. um so much great food um <laughs> and funny as well as a story um but that's a side note from the fact that fault lines was the first book published by phoenix and then um the new kathy Ratzenbrink novel which is um everyone is still alive um is, it's called um and that is coming out also next week i think or in a few weeks time and it's just really brilliant on this really small community of like families on this kind of cul-de-sac um, in suburbia and it's about kind of their marriages and their children and what becoming a mother's like and it's just very charming okay. so I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to talking we'll to people about that we'll put all of those cool. recommendations okay. in the show notes yeah, so we definitely look into it and I feel like we've nabbed a lot of Chrissy's time and we've had to stop a few times because there's just so many customers coming in and out of the shop we love to see it yeah so we'll leave it there but please do come and visit if you can or you can virtually join the bookshop you can virtually join the event so please do um get involved our repo is book bar (laughs) as a whole so thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today, Chrissy. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you here. And thank you for the wine as well, keeping us <laughs> nice and fueled. Um, so before you leave, where can people find you and what are your Instagram handles? Thank you so much, guys. It's been so fun to talk books. I feel like I could, I keep thinking of books I should have recommended. Um, <laughs> But I'm so grateful to you for having me on. Um, so we can be found in f- its physical form um, at 166 Blackstock Road um, in Islington in North London. Um, and you can come and have a glass of wine or a coffee and browse our selection of shelves and um, yeah, just have a lovely social have time around books. Exactly. And come and have a chat and pick my brains. I love um, chatting about books, can't you tell? Um, and then our... You can find us at um, Book Bar UK at Instagram and on Twitter. Um, we are on Facebook as well, um, but more present on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. Um, and then our website is www.bookbaruk.com, um, and we've got lots of recommendations there. And you can buy books and find out more about Shelf Medicaid and our events program. Um, or you can just drop me an email at hello at bookbaruk.com if you fancy some recs. Love Amazing. it. Thank you. <laughs> all of that you. in the show notes. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much. And now to buy Acts of Desperation. <laughs> yeah, I've turned it to my ever-growing TBR. <laughs>
firm Handmaid's Tale fans. I also really enjoyed Vox, which is a similar kind of theme where women aren't allowed to use more than 100 words a day. That was pretty cool. Mm, and we both loved The Power by Naomi Alderman as well. Oh, yeah. And I also really enjoyed The Farm. I mean, it's a great genre. It's got yeah. a lot going for it. We're about to <laughs> And the book is a pre-release paperback which spans historical fiction, true events, utopia, dystopia, and everything in between. And it's The Mercies by Kieran Millwood Hargrave. Hit us with a synopsis, Lauren. All right. So on Christmas Eve, 1617, the sea around the remote Norwegian island of Vardo is thrown into a reckless storm. As Marin Mungerstatter watches, 40 fishermen, including her father and brother, are lost to the waves. The menfolk of Vardo are wiped out in an instant. So now the women must fend for themselves. Inspired by the real events of the Vardo storm and the 1621 witch trials, Kieran Millwood Hargraves The Mercies is a story about the suspicion, how suspicion can twist its way through a community and a love that may prove as dangerous as it is powerful. God, that sounds so good. I'm going to read it with freshly painted nails because the box has a really gorgeous nail varnish in from Bow Polish, which I can confirm dries really quickly. Mm. And there is a face and hand soap bar from Upcircle, which is genuinely a coincidence <laughs> that Jess was talking about them earlier on this episode. Genuinely not planned, but I'm very excited to have my hands on another one of their products, especially in a in a box with so many other goodies that's like £17 for the whole thing, not it's just that product. such a bargain and if you want to be in with a chance of winning a july books that matter box then there are two ways to enter so if like me you get your podcast on apple then subscribe leave a rating and review and make sure to use your instagram handle as your nickname on the review but if like me you listen on spotify or anywhere else then follow the podcast and share a screenshot on your instagram stories and tag at book greco so we can count your entry that way entries for the july box are open until monday the 26th of july and the winner will be announced on our instagram on wednesday the 28th of July. Remember, if you're listening to this at a later date, then you won't be entered into this month, but good news, it's a monthly competition, so you can enter to win the current month's box. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, then subscribe, rate and review. It costs you nothing, but it genuinely means the world to us to know that you've enjoyed it. Of course, you can share it with your reading buddy and listen together. And for more book recommendations, you can follow us on Instagram at Book Recos. See you next week. We'll be here.